What's up, family, and welcome to Empower to Excel, a podcast where truth and perspective collide. It's your boy, O. I'm the host, and I invite you to join me for an engaging conversation as me and my guests give you tools and insight for you as you live your best life. Hey, guys. Welcome again to another amazing episode of Empower to Excel, where truth and perspective collide. Today, we are celebrating Women's History Month. And we have with us um, back again, not a stranger to the podcast, we have my dear sister and friend, Joey. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. It is a pleasure and a joy. Yes, you, you did an amazing job on um, our, last, our last podcast, Seeing Through the Eyes of Love. Everyone loved it. There were um, comments, encouragements. Um, I think people really gained a new perspective as it relates to the dating. So today, we are going to be talking um, about something that, you know, that you do, which is being an entrepreneur. Um, I saw this uh, quote online, you know, I I like to to give my quotes before I, I begin. And it read, in this world, there is no force equal to the strength of a woman determined to rise. Oh, I like that. So I'm going to say it again. In this world, there is no force equal to the strength of a woman determined to rise. And I thought, I thought that that was an amazing way to start off this conversation. Um, just to celebrate, you know, um, the fact that we are celebrating women on today. You know, uh, females... You're the moms who are holding it down, those in corporate America, those who are entrepreneurs, um, and you yourself, you know, you have a business and you work in corporate America before, so you are well-versed to be a a great fit for this. So can you tell my audience a little bit about your business, a little bit about, you know, about your background, even in corporate America and what have you? Sure. Well, I've... um been in the mental health sector I, I wouldn't call it corporate America okay but I w- I've been working for the mental health se- sector for over 10 years um it's what my degree is in but I in the in that time span I did find passion um through baking so okay. I, I um of course, started baking when I was really, really young, you know, watching my mom bake in the kitchen or cook in the kitchen. And then I kind of just like honed in on it um, after like a bit of a traumatic experience. And I realized, you know what, I really can do this. And I love doing this. Mm-hmm. So why not make a business out of it? Um, you know, that passion just grew into a really, really great love. Um, so I've been baking professionally. I've you know, want to say for um, a little over four years. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, actually, I think this year almost makes five. And um, a- April makes five years, actually. So it- it's been a whirlwind, you know, highs, lows, ups, downs. But it is such a joyous um, moment when you see the look of happiness spread across somebody's face when they see their cake when they see their confectionery treats, whatever it is that I'm able to produce to right. put a, a smile on somebody's face, oh, 
And when they bite into it, the look of shock. I was like, oh my God, it doesn't only look good, it tastes good too. Ah, uh, that joy. It, it's, 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 re- there's really no words for it. It yeah. really is an amazing feeling. And I've, I've just been, you know, loving it every moment. Awesome. So, okay. So you kind of really just already started off the conversation with even, I think a great uh, way to segue is turning your passion into a profit. Mm-hmm. How, 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 or at what point were you able to identify that you can turn your passion into, into something that, you know, could be, you know, a profit? Or, or did you even thought that you could even turn it into that? Initially, no. Initially, okay. I didn't. When I started doing this from young, um, this was just, it was just fun. It was just because, you know, I grew up in a, a house um, with just me and my sister um, and my mom. And so it was like, you know, of course, siblings fight. So I didn't always like my sibling, but I loved her and I mm-hmm. loved my mom. Um, of course, we don't always like our parents either because <laughs> they don't always tell you no for certain things. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, you don't like hearing the word no. Yeah. Um, but it but it is what it is. And, you know, even with all of that, we were super tight. We were super close. I love my family to death. And um, that because that was the opportunity given to me to get a little closer to my mom. So I loved it even from young. But when I realized like in 2017, mm-hmm. I was like, this this situation that happened, I need a distraction. And then okay. I started po- and then this is of course when like the the big era when social media is, you know, skyrocketing. And so I put po- you post a couple pictures and then you get a couple DMs, hey, can you do this for me? Or you get family and friends who believe in you. Hey, can you do this for me and post pictures? Great. And then it just starts reeling in. And you're like, wait a minute. Mm. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize. But now that I do realize, let me see how I can legitimize this. And, wow. it, and it just, you know, flew from there. That, yeah, that's something because I think sometimes being um an entrepreneur people forget like the joy or even um how they started mm-hmm. I, I, I think so many times we focus on you know the end result which really should be a goal mm-hmm. um to have that vision but i think sometimes along the way of being an entrepreneur we have to just kind of just keep it keep in our mind and just always remember why we started to even begin with Agreed. Because sometimes it can get daunting. It it can even you know even though you know you enjoy it, yeah. Um, and you love what you do, it can get really daunting. It can get intimidating sometimes if things are not not going um the way that you imagined it to go. Um, and so it can get discouraging. Mm-hmm. And you and even in those moments, you really have to go back to your roots. Mm-hmm. You you have to go back to the root of why it is you started what you started and what impact you initially wanted to make with this decision that you that you chose for your life. And once you get to that form uh, or when once you get to that place of I remember what it was about. I remember what my reasoning is, what my why is. Mm-hmm. 
you you push past the the inconveniences of the present right you know and you make sure that you get the outcome that you want despite the 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 inconveniences yeah yeah true um so as a woman you know um because again this is we we're celebrating um women's history month this month in march and you know the, the month has already it feels like the year just started and we're already in march jeez that's that's <laughs> i'm telling you i i think every, i think we say it every year by the time april comes i'm like oh my gosh it's already april yes yeah. <laughs> this is how time works <laughs> yeah time just flies you know when you're being productive and having fun yes um but as a woman um, entrepreneur, what were some of the challenges that like you face while you know having to build this brand, having to build this business? Two things. Okay. Um, one, this the market that I'm in, which is you know uh, baking or you know culinary, is uh, heavily female dominated. Mm-hmm. it's heavily okay. female dominated so it's kind of difficult not impossible to find a niche to to market on um, or to make yourself an individual within this particular market right um, two surprisingly enough you might have people who you thought had your back not have your back mm. And and that was something that I had to um, make peace with. Of course, <laughs> let those people go. Yeah. But <laughs> but also because I'm not about to let you steal my joy. Mm, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also understand that it might not necessarily have anything to do with you. There might be some jealousy there. You don't know what it is. It doesn't necessarily need to be figured out by you what you need to do is get away from the naysayers people who don't believe in you people who say to you that you can't do it those people don't need to be in your life especially if you have a particular dream right so as a woman i've found it different because you know i don't i can't speak for anyone else but i know i'm secretly emotional (laughs) Okay. I I don't like to put it out there that I have feelings, um, but I do. And situations like that will hurt me and it can sometimes affect my productivity. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, women out there may be able to attest to it, may not be able to attest to it. Even men sometimes may be, may be able to attest to it and may not be. But society will have you believe that women are more emotional. So let's Let's work with that statement for now. Okay. Women are more emotional than men, right? And if that is in fact true, something like, you know, having a partner or a friend or a sister or a brother not believe in you can affect your productivity because it makes you because it makes you super emotional. Right. That is something that you have I had to figure out early on. Like I could not let that um throw a monkey wrench in my plan I couldn't do it because then it would legitimately pave the way for the rest of my business or at that point the lack thereof I wouldn't be able to continue if I had let the naysayers get into my brain Mm. 
So you gotta, as a woman, it is important for you to be diligent and strong and make sure that you know that you're doing the right thing for you and not listen to the people who don't believe in you, who don't have anything good to say about you or your product or whatever it is that you're trying to do, who can't encourage you. You mm-hmm. cannot listen to those people because it will be detrimental to your plans. Um, but yeah, it, I, it, it's it's a hard space to navigate because it is female dominated, mm-hmm. um, and it just it just it just makes me appreciate the people that I actually do have in my life now. You know, just make sure that you. Shoot, get get yourself some good people. Get yourself, get <laughs> yeah. your, yes, get yourself some good people. As a woman, make sure that you have people who are willing to encourage you and help you up to the top. I have a group of friends that I I I'll I, I'll die on this hill that I would not trade for the world. I wouldn't trade them for the world, and that's because they are my sisters and they encourage me and they they support me. They might not even live in this state, but right, they, right, right. they, they, I can't sell them cakes. I can't, you know, sell them cakes at the point at this point, but they repost everything that I post and, you know, they still have New York friends. So they'll say, Hey, if you need a cake, go to Joey. If you need um, an event that you, if you have an event that you're, that you're doing and you need some sweet treats, go to Joey. They're not even in New York, but they're support. You need a supportive system to keep you going because like we said before, it can be daunting sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, Cause I think sometimes we, what they don't tell you when you're, when you're becoming an entrepreneur mm-hmm. that it'd be the very ones that you, you would think that would support you, you know, your quote unquote tribe or your quote unquote closest friends that you'd be like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, I got a new, project coming out you know i'm looking for the, for the support and like you're kind of looking for them to you know push it and like you, you see them pushing everyone else's dreams and visions and sometimes you get very discouraged and and even to the point sometimes even depressed man can i tell you <laughs> i've had those days i have had those days but again i had to go back to my why because mm. when i initially created or discovered rather my why for doing this that person had nothing to do with it and I have to remember that and so when you have those naysayers and you have those people in your ear telling you you can't do this or you shouldn't do that and you know you got to remember listen you weren't a part of my initial journey so I won't miss out if you're not here if you're not here to help me through my journey totally and it's unfortunate sometimes that you have to say this because depending on the person that they are in your life, it could hurt. It could hurt. But guess what? You can dry your tears with some hundred dollar bills and you'll be fine. (laughs) I love it. I love it. This is definitely true. Uh, It's all about making that money. Um, So even in regards to like, like your name, your brand, how did you come up with that? Um, (laughs) <laughs> I, my full name is Josette. Okay. And I just felt like that was too formal for, you know, making treats and cakes and, you know, 
like you want to have some sort of playfulness in um depending on the sector that you're going into of course you know and this is this is for me something because a lot of children's uh, adults you know we got we got sugar issues and <laughs> we got we got a we got to mind our, our sugar intake but children yes. i was paying attention to the market that would really sell which is you know parents of you know young children okay so you know make it fun make it lively make it something that um kids will take notice and then say hey mommy i want that mm-hmm and that's that's where you know, depending on again what market you're in or what sector you're in, that's what you got to pay attention to. My first name is too serious. <laughs> right. It, was, it okay. was way it was way too serious for me to you know hone in on that particular sector of people or that particular demographic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, listen, Joey has always been my nickname for a very long time. So let me just go, Joey Sweet Delights. You know, it's delightful for you to have this 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 sweet treat and you know you can always call me by my nickname i'm not taking myself too seriously so yeah. if we're doing a kid's cake let's have some fun with the decor let's have some you know jovial play and let's let's create i want to be able to create and to create brought me back down to my childhood age you know when we were having fun with finger paint and artistic ways and Things like that. Of course, when I'm doing a wedding cake, it's a little bit different. Of course. But, um, you know, the primary goal when I initially started was to to market to parents with young children. And that's why I chose Joey, because I want people to have fun with, um, you know, the designs that either they create or I help them create. The power of creativity. I love it. I definitely love it. So... Let me ask you this because you may or may not have had to deal with this. Um, people using you or using your business as a blueprint <laughs> to uh, launch their business in, in, in a way. It's kind of like they're, they're copying you mm-hmm. um, or like they had to, uh, like dealing with like the, the betrayal of like coming to you trying to get feedback on how to do this and do that but only to just betray you a- along the way have you had to, to deal with that uh yes okay and how, how, how did you handle well it, and it wasn't as similar as somebody you know copying my my particular design for a business um idea or anything like that but it was it it, it was a situation where i um assisted someone with their business while also ensuring um, that my business was up and running. Unfortunately, um, in that time, their business was made to take priority over mine. Um, and then at, at the end of the day, I realized that I couldn't do it anymore. So, And I realized that I was really holding myself back Mm-hmm. by agreeing to these, you know, egregious or ridiculous terms of this other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to, I scaled back. And when I started focusing on my business more, that's when I started to lose, you know, that quote unquote friendship. And I, and I put the, that in air quotations 
because obviously, you know, that's not somebody I would consider a friend. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it it was really rough for me for a couple of years because I kind of I definitely put that person first, mm-hmm. and I um, yeah, I forgot all about me. Forget back burner. I was off the stove. Oh wow. Um, and like yeah, I I was declining orders left and right to make sure that this person's you know company information was up to par. I was up till 4 a.m. waking up at 6 a.m. to make sure that this person's, you know, company was up to par to the best of my ability. Let them let them tell it I didn't do nothing. But, you know, to the best of my ability, I was doing, um, you know, right by this person to the yeah. point that the bylaws that I created are still in effect today. Um but yeah, I I put that person at the forefront and I wasn't even on the stove, forget like no back burner. And so I realized like I was really selling myself short. Mm-hmm. I was really selling myself short. Um, and I just realized that I couldn't do it anymore. So I didn't. So I just stopped. I just, I was like, listen, this, you know, among a whole host of other things, it, I just, yeah. I couldn't do it anymore and so I chose peace I chose myself and I think it is really important for you in business to continuously in the business planning portion of course you make sure that at the forefront of your business you have your consumer in mind but make sure you choose yourself when it comes to to you know people just imposing their own thoughts and ideas on your business and what you should do with it. Mm -mm. Choose yourself, make sure that you're at the forefront of this platform and that, so no one can, no one can take this from you. No one can take this from you. Right. Um, I remember that, um, a a friend of mine, she had a live on, um, on social media and she, and she had made the statement that God, that, along the lines that God was basically saying, you know, that we who are entrepreneurs should stop treating our businesses like if we like if we are the customers and more so like the business owners. Right. And I think that's that so many times we because of all that we go through as entrepreneurs, um, or just people in business as a whole, we get into that customer mode and don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, we try to, then we, we end up having to treat our businesses and be like, well, w- why is it not booming the way that it should? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, 2020 was a year of a lot. <laughs> which is crazy, which is really insane because for me, it was great. Right. It was great. It allowed me to be creative um, because, you know, with COVID, Everyone had to do things in home. Yes. Everyone had to do parties in home. We couldn't go outside. We were on lockdown central, you know. So intimate gatherings were the go-to. That yes. was a great financial year for me. Not not so much for the restaurants outside, but it was a but it was a great financial year for me. So I realized. You also have to move with the times. Yes. Um, your blueprint can shift and adjust with the need for the market. And 
if the market that you're or the demographic that you're targeting shifts, then you mm-hmm. shift with it. Because if you say, you know what, this is initially the market that I wanted to 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 hone in on and they change, but you don't, this is why your sales will plummet. Yeah. You know, you have to adjust with the market because that's where the money, the money is going to it ebbs and flows. It's going to, it's going to go up, it's going to go down, but you have to make sure that you go up and down with it because if you don't, then you really are selling yourself, yourself short. So how do you um, identify, you know, like the times and seasons for, I mean, you know, Every business, every business differs, but mm-hmm. I think the basis for how, for how you identify something kind of is, is the same. So how would you say to our guests, to the other women out there who are um, boss ladies, um, listen, this is how you identify the times and seasons for your business. Research, research, like research, like your life depends on it. And, and the thing is that the only and honestly, I solely I do believe this that <clears throat> the only market at this current point in time, because technology is advancing at a far greater pace than I don't think, I think anyone anticipated the only market that probably will not lower or, you know, have any cracks or in it is technology. So mm-hmm. once you're doing your research for any other market that you want to be a part of, you can follow the the ebbs and flows and see, okay, this might be a great season for me. This might not be a great season for me. And you can adjust according to that. Um, but if you are <laughs> in the technology field, you're mm-hmm. golden. You're golden at this, per- at this point in time. I'm not even yeah. going to lie to you. Females in technology is a booming sector. Technology itself is a booming sector. So if you ever want to get in technology, now's the time. If you ever want to create your own platform, now's the time because people are getting in on the ground um, when it comes to that stuff. And it just makes it makes it just, you know, whatever goal you have would just be 10 times as the value in, in 10 years. Um, but research... Whatever other field that you want to want to go into, research, do your research, do your research enough the research because if you think that you're going to, you know, uh, knit scarves for the summertime and not do the research and realize that it it won't sell or it won't go over that well in the summertime, then you're sorely mistaken. It's not gonna go over well for you because you're not doing your research. Do the research. Because you're not the only person in this market. Other people have, are in this market. They put out their data. You can study their data to see how it would, how it would affect your business and make sure that you know, you're on the right side of things. Okay. Okay. So um, I think you kind of brought up like a big question as far as being able to identify you know, if, if what you really have is really something that is... I guess worthy of being an entrepreneur because I think some sometimes people uh, misconceive or they misinterpret rather what being an entrepreneur really is because um, even with, even with the scarves um, example that that you gave mm-hmm. sometimes you you may find somebody who may have a product and that product might just be seasonal mm-hmm. it is not a yearly thing so therefore like 
when we are not in that season, mm-hmm. there's a huge gap and a huge drop in your in your income and and your revenue. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you really kind of have to really be mindful of that. Okay, this is not a yearly thing because being an entrepreneur is not a part time job. Mm-hmm. You know, so how can people, uh, I guess, identify if whatever passion is that they have, you know, is something that can be deemed yearly. Um, I I honestly feel like whatever passion you have, you know, can, you know, make you money depending on, of, of course, how you market it. Um, to identify that, Honestly, I would say I would I would really say take a chance on anything it is that you think of. Okay. Um, the thing about entrepreneurship is that it's never going to be easy. You have to find ways around it to make sure that you're working smarter, not harder. Right. Right. Um, things that would exert mind mind power you know physical power exert energy from you on a daily basis that would physically deplete you probably won't work out for you in the long run if you're trying to make this a legitimate you know entrepreneurship journey for yourself um for example there's uh there is a baker that i follow she used to live in new york recently moved to seattle Um, But before she moved to Seattle, she actually was a a CPA. She was a tax consultant and she used to bake cakes on the side for her family and friends. And then she would sell cakes um, also while working in corporate America, similar situation. She realized that it was so daunting on her. She would come home from her nine to five sometimes nine to nine, and then have a cake order to do, similar to what I do now. She eventually turned that into creating content. She created, she she bakes cakes, she still bakes cakes, but it's strictly for content. Mm -hmm. It's not that she's exerting her energy to make sure that she has working, she's working an 80-hour week and then still has seven cakes to sell. It's more so that she was working an 80-hour week and still had content to do. And then she didn't have to sell those cakes because the videos sold themselves. Mm-hmm. So she found a way around her niche to still do what she was passionate about, but also make money while she slept. And that is the goal, is to, even though you are passionate about this thing, Make some money while you're sleeping. I think that's the goal for anybody. Honestly, if <laughs> if anyone tells me that they would wish that they could not make money while they were sleeping, I think you're a liar. Um, but the goal is to still be passionate about it, still be able to make money, but also like works work smarter. So she decided, of course, she's not she's not no longer working her nine to five. This is her content is solely her her job now. And she's making millions. She's mm-hmm. making millions because she decided to shift along with the market that she is in. And she also shifted for her own benefit. So it's it's you, it's hard to to maintain the the gumption, just the enthusiasm 
for it if it's exer- if it's depleting you. You have to find different ways to make sure that your your creative juices are flowing and you're not being depleted every single day because that can wear you out a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So you don't so you don't lose the motivation, you don't lose the enthusiasm for what it is that you thought was the amazing idea in the first place. So I would say just to find different ways to make sure that your idea works for you. You can work for your idea, yes. And that is the goal initially, but also make your idea work for you too. Well, um, I actually have read um, online that, that it said that data, data states that women tend to be more effective leaders. They create more jobs, have a larger appetite for growth, and significantly improve startup companies' performance. Agreed. <laughs> I'm biased, so yes, agreed. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay. I, I believe it. I believe it. I do. Women are dope. But one thing that I will say, though, even as an entrepreneur, just even to our listeners, you know, um, especially those who are now starting out, is to be mindful of be mindful of where you're at with what you have, mm-hmm. because sometimes you know we all have like a big vision. I want to start on a grand basis, and we try to take on too much too soon, or. Or, or, or more than what we can handle and we have to just be mindful that hey it's it's in the details step by step day by day you know Rome wasn't built in a night and neither mm-hmm. and neither is your business mm-hmm. you know? and, and that's just the reality for anyone male or female now what you do to maintain you know the stamina of your business's growth that's up to you mm-hmm. you know j- just having that uh that push um but one thing that I wanted to kind of, I want you to t- kind of talk about was um, social media. Mm-hmm. So it kind of creates like a stigma as to where like it's like you're competing against each other, like each other. And you know, some people go into a business and they're looking at their competitors and they're looking at you know what they're doing, what they're saying, da 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 da, and it really kind of brings down the momentum. So, what advice would you give to women? even in regards to, like, that competitive spirit? Compartment. Okay, elaborate. I will... It is hard. Social media is a hard place. It is a difficult place to navigate because people will always post their highs and never post their lows. And it's it's because they don't want to live in the lows and they want reminders of the highs to keep them motivated too. And that's cool. That's cool. But if the point, the point, the problem is rather that we start to compare, we start to compare um, a business that started two months ago with a business that has been years and it's never, whether it is common knowledge or not, that's not the first idea that pops into your head is that this person has been established for 15 years and I've been established for two months, it's the fact that they're doing well. And so we have this whole comparison monkey on our backs that um, just kind of really takes us out of the element. Work with what you got. Make sure you focus on yourself because 
it's it's you. You created the name of this business. You created this idea, this particular, you wanted to target this market. You wanted to target this demographic. You work for you. And you make sure that you're doing what you need to do so to get to the, to the status of having 15 years of entrepreneurship under your belt. Um, but the biggest killer of our joy and recognizing our own growth is comparison. So mm. it, it, it really is difficult to navigate social media because at this current point in time, most businesses don't survive without it. So you have to be on social media, which is why I say compartmentalize. Put it in the back of your brain, whatever it is that you're looking at and whatever type of way you feel about it, put it in the back of your brain. Easier said than done, I know. Yeah. But I know, but it needs to be done. Once you realize the importance of you making sure that your business is your livelihood and that that needs to succeed, it becomes a bit easier and easier to put whatever you, whatever else you see in the back of your mind or out of your mind completely because you have to focus on you. You have to focus on your journey. You have to focus on your people, your demographic, your market, everything that, this, that is surrounding you and the idea for this business, you have to focus on that. Because if you don't, your food is going to get cold while you out here paying attention to the steam rising off somebody else's plate. Mm. You don't need that. You don't need it. It hurts sometimes. It's, it's, it's discouraging sometimes. Right. It is. I know it because I've experienced it for sure. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it. But the faster, the fastest way that I, what, or rather, the way that I was able to create my best products was by making sure I was focused on what it is that I needed to do for my client in the moment for my customer in the moment. If I was focused on somebody else else's anything, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to produce what I what I produce. Mm. So, I would say mind your business. <laughs> drink your water, drink your water. <laughs> drink a little water if you feel a frog. And mind your business. <laughs> if you feel a frog, you a little seltzer and mind your business because it is it is it's detrimental to be paying attention to somebody else and not paying attention to yourself. Okay. So you talk a lot, so you talk a lot about, you know, I guess self-evaluation mm-hmm. in this. Um, what about, and that support system that, that you have, like having the good girlfriends and all that stuff, but some people, they're, they're really great at encouraging other people and mm-hmm. pushing other people, but it's like, in them even like because for some people to look in the mirror you know um one thing that you know i just just as a little sidebar you know like i you know me me and your sister have been friends for over 10 years mm-hmm. you know we we've we, we become family but in the beginning stages of the friendship like whenever we, we would go out like she would always be in a mirror mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and she all I, I, I'm like Ruth, come on, you know. But one thing, one thing that 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 I noticed is that like she she always make sure that you know she's on point, mm-hmm. her, her hair is done, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Now, but some women they're not like that because mm-hmm. to see themselves in a mirror, you know, they start to feel unworthy and and um really deem themselves as 
you know, not being able to do it, even with the support system that, that they may have. Mm-hmm. So how would they overcome that? Um, that's a good question because I've had those days. I've had those days where no amount of encouragement from outside, you know, sources can help. Mm, okay. Um, where you just really feel like you can't do it and you don't want to do it. it, mm, okay. it there's, there is, um, you know, the introspection of oneself looking at what is what well, I, you know, because I'm, I'm always in my feelings, you know, <laughs> involuntarily. <laughs> So I'm always paying attention to how it is that I feel in the moment, right? Right. How do you feel? Why do you feel this way? And what can you do to get out of this? Okay. And that also, and even, and sometimes it's, you know, it don't have nothing to do with nobody else. It has nothing to do with anyone else, which is why the motivation or the encouragement from other people won't matter because it's, it's all about what you think about yourself. Um, you know, you have to get to a point where you speak life into yourself. Okay. You have to speak life into yourself because there, there are the, the those monkeys on your back are just you know trying to climb into climb into your brain and say, you know what, you can't do this. Why'd you take on a project so big? You you can't. There's no way you'll be able to achieve this. You have to get out of that mindset. It takes some time. It takes a little bit of work. But you have to get out of that mindset and say, you know what? I can't do this. Even if the other people are saying that you can't do it. They're saying, they're telling you, yes, yes, person. Yes, Joe, you can do this. But you're like, you don't believe it. It's because it has nothing to do with them. Mm. It has nothing to do with them and has everything to do with you. You need to be able to say to yourself, I believe in me. I believe in the creativity that God gave me. I believe in my ability. I believe in my hands to work in the way that I need them to work. I can do this. Whatever it is, whatever it is, I can do this. And you have to push yourself to do it. Because people talking out the side of their next to you right. and, t- and telling you that you can do it. And then on the other side, they telling you that you can't. And that's okay. That's fine. You're not there to listen to them. You are there to do a job and fulfill a dream that you initially said you could do. Because, and this is why it comes back to you. Because no one put this dream in, the, in, in your head. You said, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to pursue this field. I want to do this. And sometimes it can be, it can be rough. Yes. But you initially said that you wanted to do this. So when you took on this project and you said that I was going to do this, listen, it don't have nothing to do with nobody else. Everybody else is noise. Yes. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for the encouragement. Yes. It's appreciated. But if I don't feel that what you're saying to me about myself, I still can't get into the place where I would be effective in this project. I need to believe in myself that I'm able to do this. So it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you and it's all about your market. Because yes, you're producing a product or, or, or a piece of technology, whatever it is that you're producing, you're putting something out there for 
a sector of people who you feel needed, who would benefit from it. Yes. But it also has to do with you because you are the one creating it. Okay. So let's, so let's do, um, two things real quick before, before we bring it to a close, mm-hmm. how can, with you saying that as far as like believing in yourself and what have you, that kind of just goes into like affirmations. Mm-hmm. So how can people get into, I guess, even the power of speaking affirmations and I guess, where could they find, because some people, some people may not know what even an affirmation is, how to find it, you know, what to do. So what would you say to them in terms of like, when it comes to stuff like that? Do it daily. Do it every single day, whether you have a project or not, whether you have a dry period or not. Do it every single day until you believe it. Um, because it's a rough, it's a rough, it's a rough world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. It's a, it's a rough world. Tell yourself, you are, you are a queen. You can do this. The products that you have are beneficial to somebody. They are beneficial to the world. You are making a difference in this world. You are making a difference in your family. You are making a difference in yourself. You're making a difference for the future. Tell yourself these things every single day. And that will push you to, to, to make sure that you believe in yourself. It'll push you to make sure that you're creating an outstanding product that this world would benefit from. You start saying these affirmations every single day and they start to become true. They are true. As soon as you start believing it, it's not that you're just saying it just to say it. Yeah. You need to believe it believe that you are this person that can make a difference in the world that you can make a difference in the family that you're breaking generational curses or generational ties to to negativity with this product that you're creating or with this platform that you're creating whatever it is you are breaking negativity you are breaking cycles or negative cycles because you are doing this and you are being productive in your field in your entrepreneurship journey once you believe it, forget saying it. Once you say it and believe it, yeah, can nothing stop you. But one thing that I definitely want to kind of just get out there real quick before before we even bring it to a close is what are some of like I guess like the basic startups that people can do because people have people they start a business as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but they don't ever register the business. I don't know if it's to avoid taxes or anything <laughs> like that. You know, they don't have, they don't have an EIN, an LLC, a social partnership. Can you just talk a little bit about, you know, I guess, and you don't have to go into full detail about it because, I mean, there is a website for that. But mm-hmm. just like, just the basis of like um, LLCs, EINs, um, social proprietorship, where can they go to, I guess, get all this stuff done? And why is it important to do so? Um, for an EIN and an LLC, you go to your state government website, whatever state it is that you are um, in. Um, you go to your state government website, you apply for an EIN, you subsequently with that EIN can apply for an LLC. Okay. If you, if you decide to trademark your business, I would suggest getting a lawyer because there's a lot of legal paperwork, a lot of legal jargon. If you're not familiar with it, can be a bit intimidating, get yourself a, a lawyer that can assist you through that process with trademarks. 
Um, but definitely also get you a tax person, like get you get you a accountant that can help you make sure make that can make sure that you're managing your money um appropriately because if you're not careful, the money from these sales, um, if you don't have a business plan, if you don't have an EIN or you know, the money coming in can get a little, you know, touchy-feely. You might spend more than you make and not realize it. So get those things to make sure that you have your money and that you're able to keep your money and also build off of that. Um, you know, Uncle so there's, yes, there's, really, <laughs> there's no there's really no getting away from that. Um, you see how they found additional ways to, you know, hone in on people paying through cash app and paypal and venmo and things like that so uncle sam gonna wait to get his he gonna find a way to get his coin just as much as you find a way to get yours so at least legitimize it so you're not caught by surprise um for anything so get yourself your llc i'm sorry your ein get yourself your llc um also get yourself get yourself an accountant who's able to help you manage your money make sure your money's going in the right place if you do want to invest and uh, with whatever money that you make make sure that you get yourself an accountant because that would really really help you in the long run definitely and I would say just even add to that that they're cracking down on those that took out the PPE loans you gotta, so- you're, go- you're going to jail if you took it out <laughs> if you took it out and you bought yourself a Ferrari and you bought yourself a house and you didn't pay <laughs> the people that you told these this government that you had on your pay. You're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing with they always find out. Stop playing with these people. Exactly. And so what we're trying to get you to um, just understand that that has become a very dangerous market. Mm-hmm. People are people have, have, have taken out these loans and then they're, they're trying to quote unquote Start a business, mm-hmm. and what, what most people don't realize is that Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, they've all started to even release statements saying, hey, look, if you make a certain amount of money a year or a month or we start to see, you know, a, a certain amount of income coming in, we want to see receipts. Mm-hmm. And if you can't produce that, that would cause your business to be flagged by the IRS mm-hmm. and you know, then you are not under the radar. So listeners, please be mindful of even those loans um, they are not something that like you should, um, you know, take on. But just as final thoughts, Joey. Um, well, first of all, thank you of for course, of your course. wisdom and you know for your insight. This has been a very intriguing way to kick off, you know, a celebration of women of all colors, races, and sizes. You know, um, you guys are truly the breadwinners. You know, we the bomb. We the bomb. We the bomb. And don't <laughs> that let, you are. And don't let know. nobody tell you otherwise. We the bomb. <laughs> you know, um, God did a, an amazing job, a phenomenal job creating all women. Because you know, we as men, we love you guys. We we can't survive without you. You are the epitome of everything that we need. Come on, um, keep keep the keep it coming. Keep the confidence coming. Come <laughs> on, come on. I like this. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to add to you don't, you don't have to do uh, well, the PPP loans are over and done with. They're not giving out no, money, no more money. But 
Right. Look within your state, your state government website. There are grants. There are low, um, um, low interest loans that you can get as a small business owner or as an entrepreneur. That is free. I'm telling you, there are grants out there. Whether you are, whether you have an EIN or a, a you know, a LLC or or a 501c3, there are grants out there. The government has funding for this particular sector, small business owners, entrepreneurs, um, and, and, and nonprofits, if that's what you choose to do. There's money out there. Go and get the money. Go, yeah. <laughs> go totally. and get the money. It is money that is sitting there, and it's just sitting there just being recycled Wait. and just waiting for people because we're not knowledgeable. Nobody is sharing this information for free. You know, you have those people who have, you know, like here I'm selling a seminar for $1,000 so you can know how to get money from the government. Go to your government website. There are grants there. Apply for a grant as long as you qualify. And and quite frankly, put in the applications for the one that you don't qualify, uh, that you think that you don't qualify for either because you never know if you might just get approved for those grants. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd be very surprised. Um, but just as a final thoughts, what advice would you give to the mom that's at home with an idea? Um, you know, to the to to the wife that goes to work at a general restaurant or even in corporate America who they they're sick and tired of just sitting down or or even having to work for somebody else and they want to pursue you know their passion their dreams um of being an entrepreneur um what advice would you say to them in terms of just to get them started and going do it do it if you contemplate too much you will not do it if you think about all of the wrong things that could happen, you will not do it. If you think about all of the hurdles that you have to jump or have to hop in order for you to get to where it is that you essentially want to be, you will not do it. Do it because you have more support than you actually realize. You know, the naysayers are just one in a million, maybe two in a million, but you have so many people who are waiting to see you flourish and, um, you know, and just waiting to see your, your light. They want to see you in a light and just, just do it. Honestly, it, if you are in a nine to five, I'm not going to tell you quit your nine to five and just go, you know, full throttle into a business that you really don't have a plan in. I'm, I'm not against, I'm never going to tell somebody to quit their job. I think that's foolish. Yeah. If you, I think that's foolish, honestly. If you if you don't have a leg to stand on, you don't have a savings, you don't have um, anything else but this. Not you working paycheck to paycheck, and you say you want to quit and have this nine to five, and you have nothing to show for it, no preparation work for it. I think that's foolish. Yeah. I would say build up a little bit um, before you decide to quit. I'm not saying stay at the job forever. No, I would say let your nine to five pay for your seven to two. It's okay. And it's okay to do that. And, and if you don't want to do that, you know, for the entire six months, it takes you to build some sort of cushion money. And that's fine too. find a way to make your, your seven to two pay for itself in, in advance. So if you, if you feel like I knit, I knit scarves, I knit purses, I knit 
uh, uh, skirts, whatever it is, and you want to make this a full-fledged business, start creating content. Instagram is paying people these 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 children opening toys and, and YouTube opening toys millions of dollars. Start creating content. Let your let your passion pay for itself. If you really feel like you can't do this nine to five anymore, let your passion make money for you. Let it work for you. Thank you to all of the beautiful queens out there who are striving already in their um, desired field, their passion. I salute you. This king salutes all of you for even having the consistency and the urge to even be an inspiration to, you know, the younger generation and even your peers who are watching you. And, you know, to those who are now starting out, you know, uh, us kings, we support you in your venture to just go out there and be great because you being great helps us as men to even become better. You know, you guys, you know, it's always said that we as men, we can buy a house, but it takes a woman to make it a, a home. You know, so definitely I say to you queens go out make your millions make you know your dreams come true you are worth every dime that is coming as as coming as due your way this podcast definitely has been brought to you by joey sweets the delights um where you can order your baking goods in, in um, nyc you can find her on facebook you can find her on instagram please hit her up her cakes wedding cakes cupcakes banana puddings they're all <laughs> um amazing stuff so i thank her for being a sponsor in this and i do ask you guys to please go out and support her as well as each other in um your various ventures once again this is your boy O. thank you for joining us on today Once again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at empower to excel Tell your friends to download this podcast, like, comment, subscribe, and share your thoughts with us. Until next time, let's continue to spread positive vibes.